is the moment UFC fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Red Belt Report, the occasional <laughs> MMA podcast where we talk about everything going on in the UFC, Bellator, and anything else going on out there in mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Bob Fallon. And I'm Brooks Fallon. And this week, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about what happened at UFC 196. Bellator 151, World Series of Fighting 29, and Ultimate Fight Night 85, as well as preview the month of April's cards, and maybe a little more if we feel like it, go over some news, and our top five biggest upsets of all time. But first, I would like to notify you that we finally have our own podcast feed on the iTunes Music Store, so make sure you search for us, The Red Belt Report, subscribe. Because we're going to be going on a hiatus after this episode, since I'm in the process of selling my house, and I will be homeless, well, at least <laughs> owner of the homeless. Not really. Yeah, I'll be somewhere, but not in a good permanent setup yet. So, not sure when we'll be back up and running, but as long as you're subscribed, when episodes come out, you'll get them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Sam. <laughs> I, uh... Also started a Facebook group. Uh, I think if you just search the Red Belt Report, you'll probably find it. There's only like six people in there right now, but I figured, why not? And uh, Brooks. Yeah. Have you seen Creed yet? I have. I watched it this week, and we're going to review it on the on the Red Box Report. But I just got to I... say, I loved it. I liked it too. It was it was it was good. It's one of my favorite movies of the year from 2015. I maybe the best really? best f- movie about any fighting sport of all time. Why'd you like it so much? You'll just have to listen to that episode of the Redbox Report. No, I I don't know. I just thought it was it was awesome. I thought they really got the ins and outs of the fighting game and just. The way he's walking out to the to the ring, they got you pumped up. I I, I don't know. I just uh. it was a great movie. I agree. I watched it. I liked it a lot. But I mean, I have I have some things to say about it. Yeah. All right. I don't know if here is the time or place. Just say it. Let's hear it. I mean, fucking. I just like. Uh, I liked the movie. It was good. I thought the story was a little bit empty. Even I though uh, Stallone, I mean, he had a game performance of his life. What, Stone, Stallone, yeah, right, he did. <laughs> I thought Have he you not seen Rocky one or two. Well, yeah. All right. I mean, all right. The performance of his recent the deadbeat life. performance of his life. Oh come on! I thought he was awesome. I thought Michael B. Jordan was awesome. I liked. I thought. I thought Michael was good too. I even liked the relationship between him and Tessa Thompson's character. I thought that was pretty good. 
I mean, it was, it was, I'm not hating on the movie, but. Sounds like you hate it. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year. I didn't like the ending. I didn't like the way they portrayed the, the opposing boxer. It was very stereotypical in that sense, if you ask me. They fucking, especially the Rocky franchise, they fucking put the Russian out there and fucking pro boxer. Yeah. Against the amateur and Rocky trains and, and I mean, Special Sloan got like the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, didn't he? No, he got robbed. He was supposed to win. He was the betting favorite to win. But uh, speaking of biggest upsets, uh, he, he he got robbed. He was nominated though. I mean, well, he won some award. I saw him give a speech. Golden Globe. Gold Globe, yeah. Yeah. I loved it though, and uh, I mean it was not a bad movie. I didn't like the ending. I get the upset. I get it. Oh, not the upset, but the the lose and your winner, all that. But I thought the movie could have been better. Maybe Creed Two will be. I can't wait. I said, yeah, they definitely can do that. Yeah, they've already announced the sequel. Uh, they have. Yeah, and uh, the director of Creed is going to be directing the Black Panther movie for Marvel, so I'm stoked oh, about cool. that, too. Yeah, cool. All right, let's switch over to MMA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just figured since, you know, fighting sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, UFC 196. Obviously, the big news out of here was Alir Latifi decisioned the fuck out of John Volante. That was, yeah. No, that I was, was a pretty... I was disappointed. I was. Yeah. Alir Latifi, he's he's the man. But really, Nate Diaz submitted Conor McGregor by rear naked choke in the second round. Uh, yeah, won a huge upset to go along with uh, Holly Holm losing to Misha Tate by submission in the fifth round by rear naked choke. I guess we'll start with Diaz and McGregor, as that was the main event. Coming in, yeah. short notice, Nate Diaz. Starts off, he's getting peppered on the feet, and it's not a blowout by any means. But he's he's losing the exchanges. Yeah, I felt like. like McGregor didn't fight bad by any means. Like, and that's like the thing almost like to me anyway. Like it's not like McGregor had a bad go at it where he got robbed. He was lighting fucking Diaz up. Yeah, and we were we were watching it live at Green Turtle, yeah. and man, that place was packed. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, i never even seen it close to that busy. But I just, at the end of the first round, I look over to you and I'm like, Connor's tired. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen him tired. It's only the end of the first round. This yeah. is interesting. Comes out in the second round, still looking good for the first two minutes. Landed some heavy shots, but then all of a sudden he looked gassed. And I'm like, done. he's like, gassed. Done. He's gassed, and then he gets hit, and then he gets and hit. Diaz, like signature Diaz, he just bop, 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 bop. Yeah. And then McGregor shoots on Diaz, which is just, I basically on think that's, their, yeah, that's, that's him that's giving up right there. Yeah. And then quickly gets slapped into a rear naked choke and taps. Well, he took him down almost, but Diaz had the fucking uh, guillotine, and to get out of the guillotine, he like rolled over, and that was just, that yeah. was it. I don't know. I've watched it probably 12 times. (laughs) I don't know why he gassed so much. Maybe it's because of 
the the weight gains are fast. I don't know if that's an excuse. I, or if, I don't know if it's any of that. It's just like he cut a bunch of weight and he fought at a lower weight. But like he even said, he was like, "I'm used to punch people with those punches and they crumble." That's what I was thinking. Maybe he he's did not crumble. He's throwing a hundred percent effort on these Nobody's punches. Nobody's him. I mean, maybe he went. He went with the. Uh, the Hawaiian dude, what's his name? Uh, Max Holloway. Yeah, he went with him three rounds towards ACL. Yeah. He still won the fight, but that's the only time we've seen him go to the distance in a long. But he didn't even he didn't look gassed in that fight. Like, no, I, I'm not saying he was, but it's a long. It's been a yeah, long time. True, he hasn't had this. He hasn't had a. Maybe he's been throwing 100 percent effort, and it's been enough to finish people quickly. Yeah. 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 Or, like, I mean, Diaz is a tough guy. He can just be like, it's a real deal. Let's fucking... Yeah. I mean, he was getting countered, too, at the same time. So, you can't discount that. And... Yeah. I don't know. He was wasting a lot of... Even he said he was wasting a lot of energy with the spinning wheel I mean, kicks. Like second round, yeah, he came out with the spinning kick and threw a bunch of side kicks and spinning side kicks. Basically, it seemed like... He was game planning for RDA and figured he's just going to go out there and put on a show thought he could win it easily against Diaz. That was my feeling. Yeah, well, it also could be, like, the wake-up, too. Like, like the embedded and shit leading up, they said, like, oh, you see him on salads. Wait till you see him on steak. Well, he could be eating so much and just not caring that much. His body just might not be used to it yet. You're not so- used to just going in there, like, just like that. You need months to train at that weight, probably, and be yeah, used yeah. to wearing down, you know, so you know how to deal yeah. with it, I guess. Well, plus, you're just like, I don't care what I eat. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. All I do is pee and shit, and that's all I have to do. And he weighed in at like 168. Yeah. That's probably what he walks around at. Yeah. <laughs> and amazingly, everybody passed the drug test, even Nate Diaz on short notice coming off. I couldn't believe it. Two weeks ago, I was in Cabo taking shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, I guess right now we can talk about the recent, most recent news. They're going to turn this right back and do the rematch at UFC 200. Yeah. As the main event. I expected that, but the biggest news on top of that is that Frank Edgar and Jose Aldo are fighting for the interim belt at 145. Yeah. Well, that's, that's bigger news than that rematch to me. Sure, but we'll start off with the rematch just because when I first heard it, first thing I heard, I thought of was, this is stupid. Well, you know Ariel Hawani got fired from Fox for leaking that, right? Yeah, I heard about that. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. But they what fired. It, I just thought it was such a dumb fight because this just happened. It wasn't like it was a judge's robbery or... Anything well, like that. And the bigger catering the Connor. The bigger mysterious was why is it at hundred and seventy pounds again? Do it at lightweight. That that's the biggest mystery, but I I don't think it's that big of a mystery because they gave up I mean, they gave up Rousey versus uh home by home losing. And they don't want to do that again. They're gonna do the biggest rematch with the biggest name. I Maybe guess because kind of UFC 196 did over one and a half million Conor pay-per-view buys. Mark my words right now. Conor McGregor will never cut down to 145 again. I have the same feeling. Mark my words. 
because let's say he wins against Diaz, they'll do the trilogy again the right way. It will never cut down to one forty-five again, ever. I kind of I think if he loses again, he'll have to at least one why, fight. Why do you think they're putting an interim belt on UFC two hundred? To appease Frankie Edgar so he doesn't go postal. No, it's. I mean, it's it, it's to add to the selling point of two hundred, but it's also because Connor is never gonna fucking cut down to fucking one hundred forty-five pounds again. Mark my words. I'm saying because after he made the weigh-in before the fight against Jose Aldo, is John Kavanaugh said, "I don't ever want to see Conor McGregor at one hundred forty-five pounds again. I don't want to see that again." Unless he, he loses look, again and has him at the weigh-ins, he looks almost dead. But he have he might have to run there with the tail between his legs to have the only shot at having a. Well, they might fight. sell. They'll try to sell that, but I mean, the only reason he's winning there is because he knocks people out with it. Well, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I say that's the only reason, but that's a real reason. But he's knocking people at 145 pounds out with his punches. He clearly was not knocking Nate Diaz out with his punches. Clearly. I think he wants to fight at 155. He probably should have. He probably shouldn't. That's what's... I don't know why you're taking another fight. Because he wants to repeat everything the same and prove that he can beat him, I guess. Which, I mean, more power to you. And that would be you, fine, but... but the fight is in... What is it? It's in... It's April. It's, that fight is in, like, three months. Yeah. You can't put muscle on like John Jones put muscle on. Yeah, maybe John Jones will come out and <laughs> and get gassed at two rounds. Well, that's to be determined. <laughs> I mean, it's like Conor McGregor cannot do that to his body that fast. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a lose lose. But yeah, what do you think of the pay per view buy rate over one and a half million? Say it might be the biggest of all time. I thought. Uh, McGregor Diaz is bigger than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, for the one that happened or 200? The one that just happened was huge. One and a half million pay-per-view buys. I was, I mean, if, is it bigger than that? 200? Oh, 200? It probably will be. I'm I saying, think what do you just think? Happened probably did like 1.6, 1.65. Six, I thought, that's what I'm saying. I thought they announced 1.5. Oh, did they? Yeah. Second only to uh, UFC 100, from what I understand. I thought it did more than 100. Maybe it did. I, I just thought I, that's what I heard from uh, What's-His-Face that always comes out with this. I scoops. mean, it was a big show. It was, uh, it's surprising because they fucking changed the main event a week and a half before. And the girls fight. I guess we could get to that now. Misha Tate taking out Holly Holm. That, that was, was uh, another shocking moment. Big uh, uproar that was a big, in the that crowd. That was a big hit for the UFC, for sure. Yeah. Now, I mean, it kills home Rousey, but it, at least now that division is has a three-headed monster where they can go around Robin yeah. and have well, a bunch of big fights. We've learned that a lot in the past couple of years here, that nobody is invincible. I mean, it's like crazy how much a division can change. Like, divisions have been changing. Cain Velasquez lost... Luke, I mean, Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva before him. Yeah. Rousey, Holly Holm just lost. I mean, and when the fight was standing, Holm was winning easily. 
But when she won four and a half rounds when until it, she got fucking taken down. Well, she didn't three and a half round two. Man. Round two, she was dominated. Two, she if lost. the ground, if the fight touched the ground, Misha Tate was in complete control. Yeah, yeah. And Misha Tate, I mean, she's. But she, if she was posted the rest of the fifth round, she would have been fine. Yeah, I don't know. It looked like, based on the judges' cards, it would have been a draw if it would have went to decision. Yeah. Which, that would have been a big uh, travesty. Or that would probably been worse than Holly Holm losing. Yeah. <laughs> At least they can sell, like, fucking Tate versus Rousey. Is that what you think they're going to do next? They're going to hold Tate off until November? October, November? Absolutely. You don't think they'll give like do a home rematch or give her maybe Cat um, no. Zingano or something in the interim? I don't think so. No, they already lost one selling point. I thought. What if Cat Zingano beats Tate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> then how are they gonna sell it? Tate versus uh, Rousey. Yeah. I mean, Zingano uh, versus Rousey. <laughs> Well, you saw the last fight. Or man, what about Amanda Nunes, who just won? I think Misha Tate would take care of her. Dude, I mean, you realize who Ronda Rousey is, right? They're yeah. Dana White's uh, a Diaz brother in a beautiful body. Yeah. I, I thought she was going to rush back for 200 against Misha Tate after this happened. They might announce it. That would probably be the main event. Yeah, they already announced main event and co-main, so I think we're, we're waiting for uh, that. Then, yeah, we're going to wait till November. Yeah, the New York show. They, well, yeah, they're running out of shit, basically. Wyman will probably on that, be on that There's show. There's so many people that could be on that show. Frank Yeager. Well, it depends on how, like, John Jones, Wyman come out of the fights. Yeah, but they got a lot of people... Big uh, big people from that area. Even McGregor. They need a big main event, though. They even McGregor big. could be on it. Yeah. Well, so. Edgar is from New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could be Connor versus Frankie. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty big news. New York legalizing. Well, I guess it's, it's not official, but it's going to be. No, it's official, man. The guy signed it, Como? Yeah. All right, well, there you have it. Tomorrow. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely have break. <laughs> and uh, let's see. What's next for Holly Holm? In a real world, she would fight Rousey. Nah. She's but that's not going to happen. She's going to fight. Maybe she should fight Kat Zingano. Just see who can get, if she can get back into it real quick. Nah, she's going to fight Tate. Tate? Yeah. I thought you just said Tate was fighting Ronda Rousey in October. Oh, you're talking about home. Yeah. Home. Oh, I guess home fucking... Huh? Well, you give her a patsy and then just let her get right back into the, the mix. No, I'd give her... I guess Kat's gone or see how Cyborg comes out of this fight and do that. Well, I don't think Cyborg's ever coming down to 135. Hallmark said she'd fight her at 140. Really? It'd be yeah. a big fight. I mean, that would be interesting. That's what I thought they should have done for uh, apparently. Apparently, uh, they went right for down the line, and no one would fight her. So they got what they got with that. I heard Helm would fight her, but 
I guess if he turned it down. Maybe she wasn't fully, wouldn't be uh, recovered in time. Yeah. Some other fights on the card. Like we said, Alir Latifi defeated John Volante. Pretty boring decision. Corey Anderson defeated Tom Lawler by decision. It's a pretty close fight, but uh, I thought the right guy won. Amanda Nunes defeated Valentina Shevchenko by decision. That was a pretty good fight, I thought. Uh, Sihar Bahadurzada defeated Brandon Thatch by a third-round submission. Nordin Taleb defeated Eric Silva by a second-round knockout, which was amazing. After Eric Silva fake glove-tapped and then punched him in the face, he got what he deserved uh, in the next round. He got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, cold. He was out cold. Vidor Miranda put an impressive knockout on Marcelo Guimaraes in the second round. Darren Elkins defeated Chaz Skelly. Diego Sanchez got on the winning track and defeated Jim Miller. I tried to watch the fight, but I couldn't figure out how to just watch the prelims on Fight Pass after the fact. It kept trying to get me to rebuy the pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm sure there was a way, but I was on my phone. Jim Miller just got rebooked. Yeah, he'll be on UFC 200. Yeah. Against Takanari Gomi. Yeah. All right. And then the next weekend, I think it was, we had Bellator 151. Did you get to see any of this? Uh, hardly. Darian Caldwell defeated Joe Warren by a first round rear naked choke. It was like the, the rear naked choke was in style those couple weeks there. But that yeah. kid, that kid looked great. Undefeated prospect for Bellator. Looking at the probably be the next title challenger once Eduardo Dantas and that's crazy Chris Joe Warren's been around forever I mean, yeah like, he's a solid veteran fighter I mean yeah no one to mess around with and he just tossed him around like a rag doll and just Damn. took care of him very easily uh, there was no other fights on that card worth note <laughs> whatsoever I wrote them down but who cares uh, World Series of Fighting 29, Justin Gaethje defended his lightweight title against Brian Foster by a first-round leg kick TKO. Just completely yeah, kicked the cartilage out of his knee. That was ridiculous. I mean, he's in my lightweight top ten. For Should a reason. <laughs> he has, I think he has like one fight left before his contract is up one or two fights I'd like to see him come. he will do nothing in the UFC he'll put nothing. on some entertaining fights I don't think he'll be a contender but he'll put on some pretty awesome fights I think we'll get not to luck out yeah me too it's gonna be an awesome fight <laughs> he has no defense all offense he's a tough guy he's like Diego Sanchez it's only a matter of time before he gets punched drunk for real just like it's Diego like... Um, after right. like his after it was, his post fight speech was like, "Am I listening to a retard?" He might already be punch drunk. I don't know. He just doesn't care about getting hit. He sounds so dumb. Like I seen him in like uh, UFC embedded, and he seemed like I thought I was like, "Oh, he must be a smart guy." And then he talked after his fight. I was like, "No, definitely not." <laughs> Well, I mean, adrenaline was pumping. It's not the best circumstances to put your intelligence on display, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who he would fight next, because I don't know who's in World Series of Fighting's roster. Probably nobody too good. Good sign. Yeah, great sign. (laughs) 
And Ultimate Fight Night 85 had Mark Hunt knocking out Frank Mir. Yep. And it was his classic walk-off, bottom of the ninth, home run style. It wasn't like even on the chin. It was very bad in the year. I was surprised the ref even stopped it. I thought it was just going to be like, uh, Mark, it's not over. <laughs> but he, uh, he played Frank it off. Reed, it was like, his eyes rolled back in his head. He didn't know where he was. Yeah. He, for as old as Mark Hunt is, I guess he still has some pretty legit power. Yeah. 41 years old. I mean, he fucking cuts weight to make 265. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> what, he's, he's one of those guys that's like 11 to 15 range in the heavyweight. He'll, he'll keep fighting. He's like gatekeeper at heavyweight if there is one. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty. Almost the whole division. Yeah. Who do you basically. think? Who do you like him uh, to fight next? Andre's got to fight, yeah. Yeah, he's fighting Overeem. I would like to see Mark Hunt fight Josh Barnett. Oh, that'd be a good fight, yeah. And Frank Mir, I'd like to see fight him retire <laughs> his pillow because he needs to take a break. I think he needs to retire. He's done. Well, he's just fresh off a three-fight win streak. This is only his yeah, first. Well, he's fresh off a knockout. It's like <laughs> tenth of his career. I can't believe he won two or three fights before this one. It's. I could easily see him being in Bellator on the senior circuit at some point. No way. No. Fuck no. I could see him fighting Kimbo Slice or something. He's like one of the biggest UFC guys ever. I know, but they can't. Like, force him to... He's not going to keep fighting. I don't know. It seems like nobody stops fighting, ever. It's n- Retirement in MMA is never permanent. Yeah, yeah. Tell that to BJ Penn. He, apparently he's coming back once he figures out this legal stuff. <laughs> yeah, once he gets <laughs> police from jail. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Neil Magny defeated Hector Lombard by uh, by near death experience. <laughs> Lombard came out like a bat out of hell, just I mean, fucking, he was killing him. Dumb. And I'm like, stop the fight, stop the fight. Lombard ah, is just is like, about to win. Fight. It's done, it's done, it's done. But no, he Magny gassed himself out. <laughs> Magny comes back in the second round and does the same thing to him. I think it was 126 unanswered shots on the ground. I mean, he fucked him up. He's just got his face planted in the mat with his arms full mount. on his head. I think he had the full mount in the third round, too. And he was fucking him up. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, ref finally stopped in early in the third round, which the guy should lose his job. <laughs> Mark Goddard. It was embarrassing. Like, I was like... Literally, literally he could be the first person to ever die in the UFC if this guy keeps reffing fights. Seriously. And then, uh, even Lombard worse. Lombard up to a heavier weight when he got dominated by Neil Magny. Yeah, he's going to move up to middleweight again. Why not? <laughs> he's way too short. I don't know if it was... Like, he's still a pretty awesome even coming off the suspension. Like, it just he's was him getting gassed. Double. Well... Why do you think he gets so gassed? Oh, I don't know if steroids are exactly stamina givers. No, he's so muscle bound. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, for Tarly. The worst than the the referee was the judges, because nobody had a ten eight in it. Like, yeah. it was ten oh, yeah. nines. Are you kidding me? That was insanity. That was a ten like, seven in the second round. Let alone yeah. a ten eight. Even the first round was a ten eight fucking long yeah, bar. I agree. I 100% agree. And he was pummeling fucking Magny. I was like, stop the fight. I was saying that myself. Magny's got a chin on himself because, man. Absolutely. If holy crap. back that form like that, I mean. Yeah, not even that he survived, but he came back and was just fighting like nothing happened. Fuck yeah, he fucking fought great. I mean, that really impressed me. I've been a big yeah. Magny, like, skeptic, but he, yeah, he won Yeah, I didn't know how it really was, and then I saw that, and I was like, fuck, man. That was... Yeah. He definitely... Definitely his chin, definitely his heart. I mean, he fucking pulled through. Yeah, I'd like to see him take a step up for his next fight and really fight like uh, Tyron Woodley or something like that. That would be a good fight. I like that. Yeah. Tyron Woodley, no Magnus. I could see a similar situation to here because, I mean, Woodley isn't a guy that has the greatest stamina in the world. And if he could withstand, uh, especially if it's like a main event. If he can't take him down, if Woodley can take him down, he'd probably fucking three rounds. But... But if it's a five-round main event fight, then I'd like oh, yeah. Magny's chances a lot better then. Absolutely, yeah. So that could be interesting. Uh, great fight between two young fighters, Johnny Case and Jake Matthews. Jake Matthews came away with the submission in the third round. It's probably fight of the night for me. Uh, well, no, Magny Lombard is fight of the night. Let's get real. Yeah. But it was awesome fight. Um, pretty impressive on both sides. Not much else to say. <laughs> Steve Bosse had a ridiculous oh, no, knockout. <laughs> just knocked him straight out cold. That um, reminds me of like I just bought the new UFC game, and Bosse's knockout reminds me of something that happened in the new game. So how's the game? It's uh, I've heard good right. things. It's it's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not like that much better than the last game. I didn't even play that one. Well, you don't play games anymore. Uh, I do. I know. I'm waiting for virtual reality. Me and Joel talked about this on the recent podcast. I can't wait to play the game, so let's get this goddamn shit over with. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Alan Joban had a pretty good knockout of Brendan O'Reilly as well. And Leslie Smith defeated Rin Nakai to earn the shot against Cyborg Santos to get murdered on UFC yeah. 198. That's like the fucking meat out in the fucking land for the dinosaur. <laughs> Whatever that means. Like Jurassic Park when they put the land out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. Let's... Cyborg fucking T-Rex. She's like a velociraptor <laughs> controlled by human... Steroids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's get to our top five biggest upsets in MMA history. What's your number five? It's been a lot of pretty big upsets over the well, years. Oh yeah, this is. I had a little time to think about this, so over the years it's tough to think about. But my number five is Bisbing versus Anderson Silva. It's pretty recent. It was a big upset, though. It was. I, uh, like I said, we talked about it on, uh, I think, the last podcast. Definitely did not see that coming. I didn't think he should have won. But, uh, 
He did. Who? Yeah, I mean, he definitely won. I don't disagree with the decision. No, no, no. But I remember, I I thought the fight should have been stopped in the third, and I thought Anderson should have put it on him when he didn't. Yeah. But he well, won the fight, fair and square. Yeah. I thought he won three rounds, dude. Absolutely. I agree. My number five is Nate Diaz over Conor McGregor, which just happened. Just coming off this huge amount of hype for Conor McGregor. Yeah. And I, the way I was telling you before this how I determined these rankings was pretend, because this actually happened to me in an upcoming fight that I'll talk about, is I don't watch the fight because in my head I'm thinking, oh, this is a no-brainer, not even a contest. Yeah. Skipping this one, wake up the next morning, read the text or whatever, and be like, what? How did that happen? <laughs> and I I did watch this fight, but I would have been shocked to hear Nate Diaz beat him because I, I didn't give him much of a chance. I didn't at all, and we watched it together, and it was like, it was crazy. I just couldn't believe what was unfolding in front of our <laughs> eyes. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I guess that you got to... So every hype train gets throughout sooner or later. Yeah. What's your number four? What's your number four? You go first. All right. My number four is Frankie Edgar over BJ Penn the first time at UFC 112 when I think it was in uh, Dubai or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, BJ, that's when BJ Penn was, like, at his peak. He just beat the brakes off of Diego Sanchez and it just seemed like Frank Yeager was this little tough guy, but not like any real threat. Turns out Frank Yeager is one of the best pound for pound fighters of all time, and yeah, this yeah. is when he really was started to smash his legs. Came out of nowhere and fucking beat BJ Penn. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah, I think like his last fight before that was like Chris Hardonk or something. Yeah. What's yours? Uh my number four is probably out of the place, but I got. Melendez beating Sanchez. I thought it was a great fight. Looking back now that I picked it, I pretty much... I mean, you can tell that Melendez won the fight, but it was a great fight. And uh, Sanchez definitely put it on. Yeah, that was pretty insane back-and-forth action. What's your number three? My number three is home of Ronda Rousey. All right, all right. My number three is Fabricio Verdum over Fedor Emelianco in Strike Force. This is before Fabricio is who he is yeah, now. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good one. As reigning UFC champion, defeater of Cain Velasquez and all this great accomplishments he's had. I mean, this he subbed Fedor and it was uh shocking to say that the least. That was before at all. I mean, that's what Yeah. I, mean. I remember watching it and cuz you couldn't I, I couldn't miss it. Couldn't miss the Fedor fight. I think we did watch it together. We watched it in my room in the basement. Yeah. Because I think, uh, yeah, Chad Griggs fought that night. It was, it was a couple of classic Strike Force fighters. Yeah, yeah. We watched it together, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm almost positive. And Fedor was still undefeated at the time. Yeah. And he got that quick. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Then he comes, goes out and loses to Antonio uh, uh, Silva. The next yeah, time he got pounded out, he yeah. lost the Anderson. Yep. Three in a row. Fucking. It's crazy. It's like a special attraction strike force, like Dan Henderson versus uh, Fedor. I remember telling you, I was like, dude. <laughs> Your boy. Yeah, Dan Henderson is my favorite fighter of all time. Yes. 
My number two is also, is uh, Holly Holm of Ronda Rousey. And this is a case where actually Charlie, our cousin, invited me over. Yeah. I mean, I had something else to do. But I went there <laughs> and Charlie was like, I can't believe this. Yeah. I mean, I had plans, but I probably could have, if I wanted to stay up super late or whatever, came over like just yeah. in time for coming or something like that. But I just yeah. was like, Ronda's going to run through home just like she runs through everyone. And then I wake up the next day, and I'm just like, I hate myself for not going to watch that. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like, there was a nice co-main event on that card. If I don't... Yeah, yeah, there was like... You wanna. Nice you wanna. You enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that was a good fight. And we, like, Ronda Rousey came on, everybody crowd around the TV. She got her fucking ass beat, and Charlie was just like, you know how Charlie is, he's like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Like, he was going crazy. I was like, "Yep, she just got knocked the fuck out." Yeah, it was not pretty. And I just recently watched it for the first time, <laughs> like last month. That's a shame, man. I, I mean, it was like well, she got dominated. What's your number two? Followed number by your two number one. Wyvern versus Silva, or Silva versus Wyvern. First one or second one? The first. Yeah, because even the second one was. Just, Pretty shocking as well. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the most shocking fight of all time. But it's not. It wasn't an upset. Yeah, not as. Big. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. What's your number one? I think we have the same. GSP Sarah. Yeah, Matt Sarah knocking GSP out one punch. Lucky fluke, but still, humongous upset. I mean, that's got to be the biggest. Yeah, I mean, GSP. No worse than third best fighter of all time. Getting hacked out by some... No worse than second. I'd put Jones and Silva ahead of him. What? We'll see if he comes back and continues his legacy. How do you put Silva over him? I just think his peak of dominance was more impressive than GSP's. Obviously, we're, talk- just- we're nitpicking just- to the nth degree here because... When it gets to this level, I just think with the style that Silva did, it's it's just a little bit better. I disagree. I mean, if you want if you want to talk about best skill set, it's probably GSP. Absolutely. But as far as results on screen, I give it to Silva slightly, slightly. I want to see him fight each other for to see who really gets number two. That would be awesome. <laughs> Fucking be awesome, but they already booked Silva. Yeah, well, that's still two months before 200, and it could happen later. Could happen in December, you know? Could happen. Still could happen. They're probably looking for pay per views. They might. Because Silva was asked about it, and he said he's not against it. honor, yeah. He also said he'd fight Conor McGregor in a catchweight fight. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to see that as well. Oh, come on. He's like two feet taller than him. Still, I mean, he knows where the money's at. That's retarded. Come on, that would get a lot of pay-per-view buys. That would be like BJ Penn fighting Kane Velasquez. Or like Junior DeSantis. Hmm, that'd be like BJ Penn fighting Leota Machida. Oh, that I happened. I saw that. <laughs> but Leota Machida's not a heavyweight, and it was at heavyweight. Fair enough. <laughs> I have some honorable mentions. I have... T.J. Dillashaw over Hennon Burrell the first time. 
Because that's... I would say... Biggest upsets? Fucking TJ Dillashaw against Dominic Cruz. Biggest wall. Fucking... That's a robbery, not an upset. Well... I mean, as far as... That's... That's before TJ Dillashaw... Anyone knew TJ Dillashaw was as good as he is. And well, Burrell was coming off like thirty fight win streak. Yeah, yeah. And he just came in and just looked like the next best thing until Dominic Cruz was like, eh, I'll take that mantle back. Right, so dumb. <laughs> Forrest Griffin over Shogun Hua when he had that rear naked choke, classic iconic imagery. Uh Tito Ortiz over Ryan Bader when Ortiz was like winless in six years. Um, I think that was that was in Japan. I could be wrong. J- Jamie Varney over Edson Barbosa when Barbosa was coming off that spinning heel kick knockout, yeah. and yeah, Jamie Varner was like washed out, and he, they brought him back on a short replacement, and he beat Barbosa. Forrest Griffin over Rampage Jackson, and Chris Weidman over Anderson Silva. All right, so that's all your honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was like a top 15. Hey, they're very honorable. Had to mention them. <laughs> Alright, let's get to the upcoming schedule. Get some predictions going, what we think's happening. Coming up in two days is World Series Fighting is back in action with their 30th event. Two title fights on the line. Oh, great. Your boy, John Fitch, is fighting, defending the welterweight championship against Jao Zeferino. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> I don't know who he is, so I'm picking John Fitch here by grind. <laughs> Me too. Grind and jab and wrestle. How does he have a title? I mean, is John Fitch still washed up, but he's just better than the crap they have, or is he like... Yeah, basically... Or is he, he? He's not a good fighter anymore. If Jake Shields, would yeah, this. I mean, this was originally supposed to be him versus Jake Shields. Before all that drama, I would have took Shields in that case, but yeah. So you're taking Fitch. Absolutely. All right. The other title fight is David Branch, who I believe is a two weight class champ for them. He's the middleweight oh. and light heavyweight. Champion. That's stellar. <laughs> He's fighting UFC washout Clifford Starks for the middleweight championship. Oh, awesome. Sounds really good. I'm going to go with David Branch because he's, uh, he's better than he's what McGregor could do. That'll ever middle level fighter. Yeah, I guess I'll take Branch too. Yeah, I think Branch is the UFC washout as well. Yeah. Or maybe not a washout, but... He didn't quite uh, make Clearly. it. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all for World Series of Fighting. Later this month, Ultimate Fight Night 86. In, uh, it's like their first ever event in some, like, Czech? Czechoslovakia? Or is that that's even? Czech Republic? Czech Republic, yeah. Czechoslovakia is not a country anymore. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> but the main event is Ben Rothwell. Versus Junior Dos Santos. Rothwell coming off with his win over Josh Barnett. Dos Santos coming off his knockout loss to Alistair Overeem. I'm taking Ben Rothwell here. I think Junior Dos Santos is a little shopworn with his chin is going. Ben Rothwell by death. (laughs) 
And Ben Rothwell just looks better and better every single time out. Well, I mean, and he's pretty close Santos, to a title I fight. Think Junior Santos is going to It must be sad if Junior Santos won. It's just because he, he's going to line himself up for another brutal beating at some point. Uh, sucks. He seems like the kid that's like da da da. <laughs> if Rothwell wins, I think he's in line for a title shot. I disagree. Who is? Overeem. Overeem. But Rothwell beat. Knocked uh, Overeem out. This fight again. <laughs> or what about Cain Velasquez? If he wins. There's too much going on. Heavyweight is just incredible right now. It's, it's off the charts. <laughs> Another heavyweight fight on this card is Derek Lewis versus Gabriel Gonzaga. Cool. Uh, I'm taking Derek Lewis by knockout. I just think Gonzaga yeah. is getting a little. I'll take Gonzaga myself. All right, all right. I could see it happening. Winner of this gets is one fight away from a title shot. <laughs> no. uh, one or two. Yeah, we got Curtis Blades versus Francis Naganu. Who do you like here? I'm not sure what weight class it is, <laughs> and I'm not sure if I've ever seen either of them. But I'm going with Curtis gonna Blades take, because that is a cool name. I'll take the other guy. <laughs> Classic. Uh, have, <laughs> we have a similar situation. Timothy Johnson versus Marcin Tabura. I'll take Johnson. That's who I'm taking as well. I Jan Blockowitz versus Igor Prokaryk. Igor. I took Jan Blockowitz. Man, this card is very top-heavy. And the last on the main card of UFC Fight Night 86 is Marnia Moroz versus Christina Stancio. Christina! I went with Marnia because I've heard of her before and not the other girl. This is the level we're at here. Luckily, a week later, UFC on Fox 19 is a loaded card with plenty of people you've heard of. Main event, Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. This yeah. is literally for a title shot, I believe. I I think whoever wins this is strongly deserving of a title shot. Uh, yeah. Who do you like? Nurmagomedov. You going with Khabib? Yeah. How do you see this fight playing out? You, I mean, Ferguson's uh, pretty pretty good. I, I don't know. Khabib is a wrestle you, slam you. You think I'm he's gonna just going to control the fight? Guillotine by Khabib. All right, I'm going with Tony Ferguson. It's tough. It's probably his toughest fight to date because Khabib is just great. He's a great, great fighter. But I'm going to say guillotine. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I can see Ferguson getting controlled first round or two. Khabib coming off these injuries. It's a five round fight. I think Ferguson is tough enough and savvy enough to fight off the early rounds. Maybe Khabib gets a little tired and Ferguson can find a way to at least win, win the final that three happen. rounds or get a late submission or something like that. So that's yeah. what I'm predicting. Huh? Co-main event, Rashad Evans makes his return against Glover Teixeira. Rashad Evans coming off the loss to Ryan Bader. Glover Teixeira coming off the win over, over in St. Peru. Shot by decision. 
Really? You like Rashad here? I think he's his career is over. And Glover has still got some left in the tank. What? I'm going Glover to share by knockout. What? Yeah, and he's going to play his game. Rashad Evans, is, he just lost to Ryan freaking Bader. John Jones didn't knock fucking Rashad out. You know who did? Leota Machida. And you know what to say? Glover Teixeira is the next Leota Machida. Oh, he said it all. <laughs> At least I said it. <laughs> Speaking of Leota Machida, he's fighting Dan Henderson again. Yeah. And I'm taking Machida because Dan Henderson <laughs> looks like <laughs> he's... <laughs> he's such... He looks like he's 60 years old out there. He should be fighting Ken Shamrock, let alone Leonard Machida. By H-Bomb. You're going with Hendo for real? By H-Bomb. Don't you think he'd be a better matchup with Ken Shamrock right now? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you see him try to throw a kick. It looks Shut like... up. Shut up. <laughs> Come on. This is a Dan Henderson roast episode. <laughs> Dan Henderson by I'll believe it when I see it. Their last fight, the first time they fought, was one of the worst fights of all time. Yeah. You remember that? Like, no one did anything. Yeah, it was sucked. They circled for like... Yeah. The last card, I mean, last fight on our main card is Rose Namajunas versus Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres... Rose. Rose. Tisha Torres already has a win over Rose Namajunas and Invicta. That was a long it's time short, ago. right? Rushford. Hot Yeah, the Hispanic. Yeah. Um, she has no finishing ability, and I think Rose has At come all. a long way since the first time they fought. Rose so, by submission. Yes, I agree, 100%. Michael Chiesa versus Benil Dariush in a big-time uh, lightweight prospect fight. Chiesa's tough. He's exceeded my expectations every step of the way. Ugly style fighter, but he he works hard and he he's a good fighter. He just beat Jim Miller, yeah. Which we're learning is not as big of an accomplishment as we might have thought. Benil Dariush is a is a great fighter as well. I'm taking Dariush. I will continue to underestimate Michael Chiesa. I'll take Chiesa. All right. Hakran Diaz. Oh, go ahead. I'll take Chiesa by submission. All right. You get bonus points if that happens. Hawkern DS for Cub Swanson. What do you think? Swanson. Me too, even though... I mean, he was hot for a while, and then he lost he back to back. if he doesn't win. He might. I mean, he lost to Frank Yeager. He lost to Max Holloway. Obviously, two great fighters, but... cut. I think he would get one more fight after that, but I, I think he'll win this. John Dodson makes his return to Bantamweight against Manny Gamburian. Oh, my God. And he's going to knock him out. Who? Gamburian? No, John Dodson's going to knock out Manny. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Gamburian, done. Betch Cohea comes back from her brutal loss to Ronda Rousey to fight Raquel Pennington, who had a close fight with Holly Holm before losing decision. I think Beth Gore beats him, beats her, and uh, she gets cut. <laughs> Beth after she wins? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> What's her face? They're not gonna cut Pennington. She's a, a face. Uh, she's a name from the Ultimate Fighter season. She gets cut. All right. 
And the last fight we'll talk about on this card is Court McGee versus Santiago Panzanibio. McGee, all the way. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, Hits McGee. Or... He's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bellator has back to back cards coming up after that. Patrick E. Pippel fights Derek Campos in the main event of Bellator 152. Who do you like? Uh, nobody. I'm going with Derek Campos. You got to make a pick. I guess I'll go the same as you. Tie it up. <laughs> All right. And Brian Rogers fights Alessio Sakara on the Camino. Sakara. No way. I'm going Rogers. Next up at Bellator 153, Ben Henderson makes his Bellator debut in a welterweight title fight against Andre Korshkov. Let's go, Ben Henderson. I'm going Ben Henderson by boring decision. He's going to punch knees. He's going to he's going to wave his I'm hair around. Ben Henderson by submission, third round. Everyone is submitting everyone in your world. We'll see. <laughs> I'd love to see Ben Anderson get knocked out. I would too. Really? I thought you were a fan. Uh, ben Henderson? Yeah. I'm a Frankie Edgar fan. Me too. That's why I hate this guy. Now, I don't hate him, but I just can't. Yeah, I guess I do. I do hate him. I just. Frankie Edgar beat him both times. I agree. And I can't. Get over the proposal after a split, this like a, a bad decision when he proposes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Should be embarrassed. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to UFC 197. We're getting down and dirty now. John Jones returns if he doesn't get another traffic violation <laughs> <laughs> to fight Daniel Cormier for the second time to try to get his belt back. Yeah, trying. I believe he's going to get his belt back. I think he's going to put Daniel Cormier in the hospital. As of now, they say they're disappointed, but the fight will go on. And I think he's going to TKO Daniel Cormier in the third round. I agree. Should be an awesome fight, though. There's going to be a lot of hype leading up to it. Probably is. Co-main event is another title fight. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson versus Henry Cejudo. Number two pound for pound fighter in the world. Is he going to continue his streak? I I think so. It's hard to to pick against him at this point. Sorry. He's like uh, almost like GSP. Yep. So Looks he's boring and fucking. He might be actually above GSP in all time rankings. I mean, oh. maybe so. I was trying to get a reaction. What I'm saying is like, uh, well, I I wouldn't disagree with that because he fucking he just picks people apart and fucking makes it look easy to where it's boring. That's yeah. why people don't fucking like him. Well, plus he's no skills on the mic. Well, yeah, I suppose. 
And Henry Cejudo, I mean, it's not like he's going out killing people. He's winning, I mean, he's looking good, but he's winning decisions. It's not like... It could be a Holly Holm situation, though. I mean, maybe he'll come out here and just look the best he ever has. We'll see. I don't think so. Me either. Uh, third fight down from the top, Edson Barbosa versus Anthony Showtime Pettis. Pettis needs this win bad because coming off a two-fight win streak, lose, losing streak to Eddie Alvarez and Rafael Dos Anjos. Yeah. They gave him a striker, which is interesting to see. Seems like a setup for a Showtime knockout highlight reel. Uh, hopefully. Sorry. <laughs> Expert analysis. I, uh, <laughs> I think uh, Pettis is... Uh, I mean, he definitely has to win. You would think. You would think. He's not going to lose a striking battle. If he loses to Barboza, cut him. No, don't cut him, but the the shine is off the star at that point. Well, it's, it's already off, yes, me. It's like, he has I, to win to fucking keep himself a contender. Yeah. I thought he arguably won the fight against Eddie Alvarez, but... It just wasn't pretty. No, I don't know. I thought Eddie, I thought Eddie won. It was a close, boring fight. <laughs> yeah. Rafael Natal defeats Robert Whitaker. Whitaker, Whitaker. Me too. Good young up. Actually, he's like the only young fighter in that division that's up and coming. So, we need to pin all of our hopes and dreams on him that he continues his development. <laughs> Andre Feely fights fellow prospect Yair Rodriguez in the curtain jerker for UFC 197. Really? I am stoked for this fight. I think Yair Rodriguez is the next Anthony Showtime Pettis. So, I'll go with him. Yeah. Let's see. All right, looking ahead, who do you like, Overeem or Arlovsky? Overeem. I think he'll knock him out. I think Sergio Pettis can knock out Andre Arlovsky at this point. I mean, it's just it's just getting bad. And yet, he's in our top ten heavyweight rankings. Invicta results. Ayaki Hamasaki defeated Amber Brown to retain the 105 title, third round armbar. Awesome fight. Watched it on uh, Fight Pass. It's a back and forth jujitsu battle. I mean, they're both going for submissions left and right. Loved it. Uh, one of the best fights I've seen all year. Yeah. Also, Jennifer Maya, Damien's wife, won the interim 125. Belt against Vanessa Porto by decision. Another really? really really good fight. Yeah, that was a back and forth battle. I think it was split decision. Yeah, that was a great card, Invicta. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. First one I ever watched. Had a lot of a lot of good fights. I was surprised. Yeah. Chris Levin's comeback has been canceled. Yeah. Due to a heart issue. <laughs> Which he says, if it wasn't for his comeback attempts, would have went unnoticed, and he would have, he'd be dead. It's hard to see which one was the chicken, which one was the egg, but hey, 
At least this stops them from having to keep fighting. I mean... Yeah, I suppose. Speaking of Bellator, Kimbo Slice and Ken Shamrock both failed drug tests. Steroids. Surprise, surprise. And Ken Shamrock also tests positive for methadone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. What, have you watched Paige Van Sant on Dancing with the Stars? I watched the first like video. I didn't watch the other one. I haven't watched any of it, but apparently she's doing really well. Looking like someone that is going to go far into the season. All right. Uh, Jared Rochalt was released by the UFC despite having a 6-2 and two record and only coming off a one-fight losing streak. Yeah. All right. Um, you can email us, the Red Belt Report, yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at Red Belt Report. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for it. All right. Talk to you later.